You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Around Tasmania, around Australia, around the world on the SCN app on this beautiful Hobart summer morning. Oh, actually, it's autumn. We've ticked over. What am I talking about? No more summer. It's autumn, isn't it? Just ticked over yesterday. I, I've got to be honest, I have no idea well, where we March are. March 1 is when we go. March, April, May, autumn, then June, July, August. I think that's how it rolls. Happy to back you in, Dave. Uh, next guest, and very important one, especially in your world, Brett Jews, what you do for a living. Uh, and we've got the founder of RecLink on the phone, Peter Cullen. Good morning, Peter. Thanks so much for joining us. Oh, good morning, uh, Brett and Flash. How are you? I'm terrific, thank you. Great to have you with us on board. Um, what, a trem- what a tremendous thing that you and the organisation have done um, for Australian kids for such a long time. Brett mentioned to me firstly off air about, you know, some of the, the Tim Kellys of the world and things that have sort of come from the program. You must be extremely proud of where it sits in 2023. Yeah, we are. We're over 30-something years old and um, um, the national conversation because of coronavirus is the fallout of deep isolation 32 years ago in the area of St Kilda. The particular need was the deep isolation of people uh, and now it's, now it's the national conversation and to be able to enter into that with, you know, quality uh, opportunities is very, very powerful. What we saw in the streets of St Kilda on those days or things that people said to me led to the starting of the, the mission of RecLink. And that mission is probably different in, in each state. You know, for example, the Football League, there's a, there's a broad range of sport and recreation um, in Tasmania, for example, um, the, was in Sorrell where, you know, or the, the starting point where the need was presented at least, you know, there was very little football in the school and what I understand, no sporting, no, very little sporting clubs. So it was, there's different needs and then we ended up starting well, five or six of these football leagues, all with uh, various needs. But uh, in St Kilda, I'm speaking to one homeless man, um, I said to him, I'd had one of those days when I first started. He said, Peter, I've had one of those lives. And I went on to see that there were so many people who went from crisis to crisis. They came there after trauma and uh, and found more, more trauma. I met people on the street who left prison, a particular man. He said, yeah, I've energy to burn, no, nowhere to burn it. My head feels like exploding on the inside. Every Everybody I spoke to... I got the feeling that there was a need for some structure. There was a need for something that people could immediately access, almost like the sport and recreation made it totally accessible. And that's what RecLink's mission is, uh, low cost, bringing agencies together with a focus on the most disadvantaged. And our football, we've been calling it 
um, you know, third-tier football, but so many of our people on speaking to them at any depth, uh, particularly in St Kilda, it would be different from state to state, where there was various um, needs, would say that they had suicidal feelings. And I think uh, with the range of sports we were running, just the immediate emotional reward um, of hitting a wicket, running around the tan, getting a catch, running with a ball, bouncing the ball, kicking a goal, these things uh, just really lift people in the context where there may not have been uh, any opportunities or, or if there was structure in their life, moving towards negative behaviours or beginning to get quite involved in negative behaviours. But we, all, we heard all sorts of wonderful things about what people get out of sport as well. And Peter, um, you've you've written a book, the the power of a football, um, with with all proceeds from the from the sale of that book going back into Recklink, obviously a not for profit. T- tell us about the book, how that's come about, and some of the some of the cool stories in it. Yeah, it's just been an amazing um, process. There's 32 stories. There's about there's testimonies from your very own Tasmanian Brendan Gale and from the Prime Minister uh, himself. Um, but it, it covers um, um, all sorts of interesting ways of describing sport. Um, it's, a, it's an unusual sports book from the point of view that the whole focus is on the social uh, outcomes. For example, it has little stories, you know, like um, uh, a homeless man who's very isolated living in a bungalow Uh, on asking him what he got out of Australian rules football was what he liked is that people called him by name and he became the captain. He'd been unemployed for a long time and through a process of involvement, uh, volunteering, being a captain, he and through, he regained his confidence to get back into work. We have complete teams. um, We have a complete team in Melbourne, for example, where every player is suffering um, from drug addiction at some point in their recovery. And we try and wrap around supports like there's AA and NA meetings before before game. That team's called the Salvo Hawks. And, what I, and asking him what he got out of the sport or him telling me what he got out of the sport, he said, it's a clean rush, but it's real. The same man had been to a psych hospital nine times and a drug and alcohol recovery place three times. He eventually became captain of the team and actually worked for the Salvation Army and supported these reckling programs. But he said, do you know why I've been able to remain clean and mature in my recovery? He said, what happens, why people go back to using drugs is they go back to the old friends. And that's why we need these structured quality community opportunities. And sport is more than sport. And that message has probably not been sold well that you know, we've found with this South Yarra Football Club, we've had over 100 people play for that mainstream club. And what we find is if we can get them into a main, they become almost an employment program because those new connections that our people make uh, help create a part-time or full-time job. And that's not often said or talked about, about what we call... Um, the hidden goalposts of sport, um, the, um, um, you know, 
we say in the, in the RecLink book um, is largely about saving lives. In nearly every story, there's some reference to it at, at, at some point. And we sort of say that a footy team anywhere can do more uh, than win a grand final. It can actually save a life. This is a very interesting description of, of a player who sums it up so simply, the power of team sport and power of being in this RecLink team. The Salvo RecLink team gave me something immediate. That word immediate is, is really important. Um, um, that, 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 that's what they very often need, is something they can immediately get involved in. It gave me something I was lacking. It gave me a family. It gave me a team. It gave me a purpose. It gave me commitment. And it gave me somewhere to be. Uh, it gave me responsibility. And it taught me lessons in life. They're very clear and distinct uh, explanations of the power of... The book is called The Power of a Football Too, um, by the way. And everywhere I've been going in Hobart, people are buying them, by the way. The manager of the motel wanted one this morning and other people uh, at the breakfast wanted one. It's um, uh, just explaining this. There is a lot of interest in it, really. And um, on the front, another summary is they say it takes a village to raise a child... But I say it takes a community to save a life, and um, that's what you can see uh, in, uh, in 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 team sport. But there's the stories go um, on and on, you know. Whether it's our our grand final day in, in the Recklink grand finals, whether it's in um, Hobart or uh, Hobart or across Australia, we play every team in a grand final, give them that grand final experience. And one man who was uh, very isolated from his family, eventually they reconnected, but he described the Reckling Grand Final as his Christmas Day. They're very interesting um, expressions um, about Another, well, another man to sorry, gone. Yep. Yeah, sorry, Peter. I was actually going to say we've we, we've <laughs> we've actually got to cut to a break, and um, we, we would um, we would obviously love to to be able to chat to you to you more. But um, if if anyone's keen on on grabbing a copy of the book, where yes, that, where, where do we get it? Where can they grab a copy uh, of that? Yeah, uh, Recklink.org or the Hobart Bookshop, Devonport uh, Bookshop, or at Pederucks in Launceston. Uh, or RecLink.org immediately if they... Uh, all the support goes to the RecLink Football Leagues across Australia. Uh, just by the Brilliant. way, we have 75 different sports that we have in Rec. It's not just a football program by any means. And Richard Allenby and his team have just done an amazing job here in, in Hobart. And we thank you, boys, for your support this morning. Terrific, Peter. Great words from you, mate, and we look forward to watching the progress. I know Brett's next to me is extremely proud of being involved in the organisation. Peter Cullen, thanks so much for joining us this morning. Thanks, guys. Really appreciate your time. We'll cut to a break, pretty boy. We've got some hot or not coming up after the break. <laughs> 